Black Radical Month. Uh, happy, happy Black Radical Month. Happy Black History Month. Happy African Liberation Month. You feel me? This is a a month that's especially with Black History Month, right? It has has radical origins, but it's been in many ways co-opted by the liberal, <laughs> neoliberal, fascist establishment to celebrate essentially in many ways the the quote unquote African Americans that they think is uh, docile. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like even if they weren't docile. Even if they weren't, they're gonna turn them into docile, uh, this whole co optation <laughs> of who the person was, you feel me, to where yeah. you have the FBI saying Happy Black History Month. <laughs> you feel me? The CIA saying, Oh, happy Black History Month. You have all these fascist institutions trying to act as if, you know, they celebrate us. But I again, mean, it's all a ploy for integration, right? You feel to, me? It's to, representation. It's giving all that integration and containment. All, all, all as that as a means to validate the settler colonial state, right? Like, okay, y'all are a part of this now, which means it is okay, right? Y'all helped build it uh, by force. Y'all helped build it. Now y'all are, now y'all are, here, now y'all are here making it great. And we, we, you know? we, we call you American. We might put African in front of it, but, you know, you're part of us. <laughs> you're part of this uh, so-called great nation. But that's, that's, what, that's what the state does, right, as a policy of containment. They take something that has the potential or they take something that was started as revolutionary and they warp it to make it uh, valuable in a, a method of the state. And that's how you get Black History Month where the CIA is even, where the FBI is even able to Tweet Happy Birthday Martin Luther King. This is how you get on uh, Super Bowl commercials. Martin Luther King speeches being used for uh, Dodge Ram, right? Where we probably know the materials for that uh, car are being raped and pillaged from the continent, right? When and that the Dr. workers King. in the factories are being paid slave wages to put that car together, and then it co-ops King's radical legacy of being an anti-capitalist, mm-hmm. of being an anti-imperialist. But hey, Black History, but Black History Month. You feel me? Here you go. It's, it's integration, <laughs> integration to this corporate <laughs> corporate rule. Securus is the. Uh, I'm not sure if this is a a nationwide thing, but Securus is what you use to talk to niggas in jail, right? And so they sent me a, a, a email saying Happy Black History Month. Uh, free reply Tuesday. Uh, communicate with your loved one. Communicate with your incarcerated loved one. So look at this shit. This is what they just sent me yesterday. On the first, too. This is mainly. Like, this is the first day of Black History Month. That's what they sent me. That is. So, they don't even. Bro, look at they this. Put, they put red, red, yellow, and green. Look at this shit. And talking look about. Look at the cards. Also, enjoy new inspirational theme cards. Inspirational. Black, and now we. So, not only did we create the plantation. Not only did we create the prison plantation. Now we charging you to talk on the phone. And now we. Uh, is saying Happy Black History Month and giving you a special e card that you can now buy to make us more money. But Happy Black History Month because we's using all the free labor from people who was incarcerated. Bro, look at this shit. They got the continent on this motherfucker talking about we are Black History for a jail, a jail technology. This is mainly, bro. But this is what represents. Look at this. This is this is what integration. Bro, they got like they got, African. Uh, what is it? Calligraphy? Is that what it's? Look at this, bro. Symbols and shit. <laughs> it's insane, bro. But, but this, 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 do, this bro. is neoliberalism. <laughs> the slave plantation 
now has Black History Month cards. But that's what it gets you when you ask your oppressor for something. <laughs> that's what it gets you when you uh, integrate into the oppressive system. That's what you. That's what it gets you when you vote for a Democrat. Mm-hmm. That's why I value Black Radical Month, man, because it's it's a it's an opportunity to either uh, sh- to teach, you know, Black folks, New Africans about uh, revolutionaries, about Black radicals who. About might the, not be yeah. in the mainstream eye, right? It might not be a Malcolm X, might not be a Huey P. Newton, might not be an Asada Shakur, right? These people who have become the the figureheads, right, or the, the most iconic. It's a chance to teach people about the Maurice Bishops, you know what I'm saying? The Jalil Muntakins, the, the Jihadis, the Jihadis, the Sekus, right? The, the the these people who are revolutionary and radical in every sense of the word, but again, uh, for whatever reasons, um, have not been given. They proper just do. And so that's why I value Black Radical Month because it, again, it shines light on people who aren't necessarily uh, the, have the biggest brands or biggest platforms. And it also is a chance to um, radicalize the folks who the neoliberals have been able to co-opt their history, right? Like a Martin Luther King. Hey, and it gives us the ability to be able to study our history, to be able to study the people more in depth you feel me? The people who made history, the people who have led independence movements, the people that they don't teach you about. And that shit is. You know so what I'm saying? Because that is so important. Like when you really understand like the history of your people, the history of your people revolting. <laughs> it gives you inspiration, not only like spiritually, knowing that your people have done this before, but also materially. It gives you a program to be able to study and see how do they achieve independence and liberation and their respective locale and their respective nation how did mm-hmm. they free their nation from whatever european parasite what is the tools that they used you feel me what are all the tools they use so when we be able to you feel me understand all these different revolutions <laughs> from haiti to ghana to cuba we're able to study that why why would we think integration is the way <laughs> or why would we say oh yeah we're not gonna get free when our people have literally gotten free, mm-hmm. our people have waged revolutions, successful revolutions against U.S. colonialism, <laughs> European colonialism, one and the same, right? But it's it's an inspiration. You feel me to be able to study the jihads? You know what I'm saying? The people are you know still here doing this work to the to this day because now it gives you inspiration. All right, shoot, I know what it can look like for me. You know, if I make it to seventy years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How to still be working for the people day in and day out. Yeah. Gives us real life examples. You feel me? When we see that, we can see ourselves in different people. You know what I'm saying? And begin to humanize humanize the history and not just on some like iconics. Yeah, no. Nah, but like being able to like, all right, nah, he was a regular, you feel me? But he decided, wasn't regular, but he decided to, to live a life for the people. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> and, and being able to see yourself in a different historical context than what uh, the U.S. has painted you to be, right? Like, I think about when Q came and did that workshop. Was that top? That was like January of 2021 when he did the uh, uh, history of Pan Africanism workshop. Yeah, that was 2021. Yeah, that was that was top of 2021. Yep. Um, and I remember just like seeing, like getting more information about folks like Thomas Sankara, Seko Toure, um, right? Uh, Thomas Sankara was the first president of Burkina Faso, and then Seko Toure was the first president of Guinea. Yeah, so like learning more about these people, I'm like, bro, I had no clue about this. Like, I had no, like I've heard these names in passing, but didn't know. And then so you start to get 
this understanding of uh, what it has meant to be African for centuries in a way that's not being pumped to you by the person who enslaved the African, who colonized the African, who dominated the African, right? And that just did something to me spiritually, you know? And then we talk about uh, C.L.R. James's book, A History of Pan-African Revolt, especially in times where, you know, you're seeing like um, insurrection and you're seeing your people, you know, we, we read about this, we organize, and you know, you're like, wait, 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 nah, this is real. Like, this is, you know, like from, from Haiti to plantations in Texas, you know what I'm saying? Like Mississippi, like yeah. we've been doing this. I mean, it, it's it's one thing to, you know, see a Seko Teray quote on Twitter and, and retweet it. It's another thing to open a book and really study the movement and really look at the primary sources. You know what I mean? Like, to be able to really read a history of Pan-African revolt rather than like, oh, yeah, Haiti got free here. You know what I'm saying? But to really have a, a, a in-depth or beginning to develop an in-depth understanding of what led to that. And, you know? And that that's why, you know, I... People's programs last year we did we we were able to do a bunch of uh, folks for Black Radical Month. We're gonna be doing the same. Yes, what's the name? Yesterday we started with Maurice Bishop, who was the first Prime Minister of, of Independent Grenada. Uh, you had no, not first Prime Minister, because uh, Eric Geary was, you know, he gets to count as a a neo colonial. But he was the he, he was the Prime Minister of, of Grenada uh, from 1979 until his. Uh, until his death in 83, I believe. But, you know, you get to read about people like Maurice Bishop who came to came to the U.S. and was saying, like, yeah, you know, the, the, the U.S. know that Grenada, uh, the Grenada Revolution is a real threat because, you know, all of our leaders are black and we speak and we speak English. They know that we can resonate with the with the with the with the new African here in the U.S., they know that, and that's why they're trying to get rid of us. That's why they don't want us coming over here. That's why it's a little different than that's the, why they the don't want y'all knowing that we the same thing. We African, we African. They don't just the first stepping point. If you black, once you start looking at you, once you understand that you are in fact African, that does that opens up you up to a world of history. It's like that third eye, bro, really open. You like wait, wait, wait. When you start viewing every all your experience in the in the in the context of the African, it shifts everything, which is why they won't. This is why, which is why they'll give you Black history. We was all on the same ship. The ship just had a different des- destination. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's whether it stopped in Cuba, whether it stopped in Brazil, whether it stopped in Mexico, mm-hmm. whether it stopped in the South. You feel me? We was all Africans, one people. You feel me? Learning that history is, is is very very important, especially when it comes to programming. Like we are able to see how these programs were started, how they were sustained, right? Um, learn from the 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 ebbs and flows of the work that these different people were doing. Learning from the personal and ideological development that different individuals had, and it, it, this is why, like the state knows why, which is why they're gonna pump you docile Negroes, which is why they're gonna paint the civil rights movement to be a completely passive and nonviolent movement, which is why they're gonna paint. Uh, Martin Luther King as a completely docile nigga. This is why they're gonna uh, interview Malcolm X's ops and let and put them on one of the biggest platforms. Like they understand Netflix history every, controls the future uh, in the in the current. They understand that. And one of the ways they've done this as well is they've made it just centered here. You know what I'm saying? They act as if the civil rights movement and the Black Power movement, right? Like there wasn't other movements going on throughout the world. There wasn't other. African liberation movements going on throughout the world, right? And when we begin to divorce ourselves from the international context, we don't have a full understanding of the context going on here. You know what I'm saying? That's why you see, 
You feel me? Huey sending people throughout the world. You know, them having the, the Black Panther Party having a, a international chapters, <laughs> international headquarters. All right, because we have to be able to internationalize these issues, and that's what Nkrumah was understanding. That's what Robert Williams. Mm-hmm. Everybody was understanding that. You feel me? So it's like we have to have an international context to our problem because we is a we is a diaspora. We a diaspora. Feel me? That's we everywhere. We, yeah, that's why we said a total and complete unification of all Africa, not just the continent, not just the continent. Africans in the Caribbean, Africans in America, Africans in South America, Afri- Africans in London, wherever you at, we need to be united because we got the same problem, the same problem. And so understand your history. Again, I will read a history of Pan-African Revolt, CLR James. That's That just puts, if you need any inspiration around, because uh, you get people who are saying, we'll never be free. It's too much. It's too hard. Go, go and read about our history, about how Africans everywhere, again, in America, in the Caribbean, on the continent, how we how we fought back in London, in Europe, and then in France, you know, everywhere saying, we like, we have we fought back. And the the constant principle that remains the same, or the constant that may, that remains the same in terms of fighting back, is organization. All of these great Africans. All of our African revolutionaries, all of our African giants, our new African giants, what have they been a part of? Organization. From Martin Luther King <laughs> to Kwame Ture to Robert Williams to the Jalumu Takims to the Asada Shakurs, they were all part of organizations. So that should be a big takeaway from Black Radical Month to study these people, but to join an organization, an organization that is working to fight the freedom land from Euro-American control. And if there is no organization around you, start one. Two to three people, you can start just like that. And y'all should be reading. (laughs) Read, study, internal cadre development. That's what's gonna lead us to liberation. You feel me, It's, it's strong organizations because this shit ain't gonna happen out of our ambitions, our idealist attitudes of, oh, every human is a good. <laughs> we have to have principled organizations that lead the charge to liberate humanity from one of the biggest uh, oppressors known to humanity, aka U.S. imperialism, the U.S. regime, Europe, NATO. Uh, that's That's the charge of today tomorrow <laughs> and the next day but nah black radical month is it's important so i think for patrons will be dope you feel me like what, what, what y'all wanted from black radical month what, what radicals is you studying you feel me so tweet out hashtag black radical month you know tweet a uh, comment on patreon about who you study in this month you feel me and study with the objective to learn and to apply the principles that you was learning about into your daily life, you feel me, or into the organizing work that you was doing. That's what Black Radical Month is about. It ain't about just posting your book list. It ain't just about posting your favorite person. That's all right, yeah, we're going to post our people that we was learning from, but then learn from the principles and apply those principles in real life. What, what you reading <laughs> this month? What am I reading this month? I don't even know. I'm, I'm trying to 
the war before you. I'm finna finish finish that. That's uh, Sophia Bakari's book. Yeah, I want to read that one bad. Yeah, that's my. That was the one I was planning to bring with me. Uh, up to the, <laughs> up to the slopes. You know, everything is always in a state of motion and constantly changing. So <laughs> conditions changing. But uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm for sure finna read. What you uh, I'm trying to uh, no, I'm trying to. I'm going to finish. Uh, how Europe underdeveloped Africa. I started reading it last August when we went to uh, when we went to Rochester. And I was reading it while simultaneously reading Stokely Speaks and like a few other books. Um, but it's it's one of those things, bro. Like I usually read multiple books at a time. You feel me? Like I I I can really read three books at one time and finish three books in a month type shit. But that one, it was so much information. And at this time, I hadn't really had the, when I was reading it last year, like even over the last like six months, I've come to understand Africa so differently now, right? And so at first it was a little overwhelming, like even from the geographical standpoint, like he would like name these different nations, these different territories. And I would like have to, he talking about like the West Saharan trade. I'm like, okay, so what like, what specific part of Africa is he talking about? Like, what is this route that these people were taking for trade? And yeah. so like I was having to, it was taking me so long to read the, read the book. Um, and I realized like, no, this is something I got to sit with by itself. And it's a pretty long book. It's like 300 and some pages in a soap, bro. So you, you, you opened it before, right? Like, people, yeah, yeah, I, I read some, dense, of the, bro. some, some chapters. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's heavy. It's economics in it. You yeah. feel me? It's, Walter Rodney, bro, he he a G. G. I see why people be saying they like Rodneyites and shit. Like he, <laughs> you feel me? Like he, nah, he 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 a G, bro. Um, and so I, I opened that back up like a couple of days ago because I just finished the uh, Handbook of Revolutionary Warfare, which is fire. And Kruma, everybody got to read that. But I'm about to finish. I did the math. If I read 15 pages, <laughs> if I read 15 pages a day, I'm gonna finish. This, I'm gonna finish it soon because I was already on like a page 130. Yeah. You know, and I remember everything I read, but. It's a fire book. I see why, again, people call themselves Rodneyites, and I see why people like treat it as like a holy text because it's, it's it's fire, bro. It's yeah. Fire. I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish that joint. I'm going to open that one back up too. Yeah. I remember I read one chapter. I was like, ooh. Like, you know, like you can read a chapter of Nkrumah and just open it and that shifts everything. It'd be enough. Like, that's, that's like that's I how. read enough that it was okay. Based off what I'm reading right now, in addition to what I just read, like I can take this and go on. Yeah. And be hard, like, because when you think about trying to develop your own, because it ain't really no set curriculum for radicalism, for being a revolutionary, right? Like, it ain't no really, like, these is, like, even the Panthers are like, oh, these are the 10 books you're going to read. But that don't make you into the ultimate organizer, into the, and that don't give you the, it might not, the books that you select might not give you the, I guess, the ideological, the, a spe- I don't want to say specific, but the perfect ideological framework, right? Like, we want to understand imperialism. We want to we wanna understand neocolonialism we want to understand capitalism we under, we understand we want to understand neoliberalism we want to understand liberalism we want to understand programming we want to understand revolution right it's like but there's so many things that follow under that you want to understand pan-africanism and so i'm like sometimes i get anxious like fuck what should i read next because i want to be able to make sure that i'm reading reading what's damn near most important for the time you know, you know yeah not feel it because like, okay i can know all this shit but like have i also developed my spirit and my that's why i've been my trying feeling to, to other you feel me like my yeah like do I Have I developed The way I look at My comrades differently And That's why I, I've you know? almost like The past couple of months My my I've been more focused On like more spiritual yeah. You know like Like alright Not just solely the Materialist You know what I'm saying But the The spiritual world You know you what I'm saying Cause it's like You can know Show up in the space terribly Bro You can memorize All this stuff But <laughs> you, feel me? you feel me Like if your spirit ain't right <laughs> Nothing Nothing else gonna be right You know what I'm saying If your spirit ain't right 
your will to fight ain't gonna be right. Your, your will to organize ain't right. The way you want to organize ain't principle. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why I've, I've been trying to balance a combination of like, all right, because I I read hella articles. You feel me? Like I do hella research mm-hmm. all the time. So it's like balancing that and the spirit has been important. You know, yeah, a thousand percent. And that's why you know I'm excited for the war before because it's. You know, after reading some of it, you feel me? It's like she's talking about her evolution as a person, mm-hmm. like how she's grown. You need those. You, know, you have to understand that because then you can understand, like, all right, now I know where I need to make my shifts as a person or, or comp- you know, continue evolving as a person. That's why I like as an organizer. So you know, because it's like yeah. you can see yourself in different people and mm-hmm. in different milestones in their own life. You feel me? Because you could, you could do some of this political education stuff and, you know, why you don't want it to center yourself to, to too much, you know, you don't want to do too much centering itself. You can start to lose who you are and just see yourself as just like a part of this larger entity. And I think that's why, you know, organizing and organizing gets gets a bad rep. You feel me? Because people be like, oh, you get to lose, you lose all sense of individuality. It's like, nah, that's not what happens. That's not what happens at all. It's up to you to keep that balance, though. You feel me? And that's why I gotta have that balance between like the theoretical, the ideological, the real communal stuff, and both. That like, all right, develop a self, like your prayer, your exercise, your study. Um, and it's then, all encompassing. Read, and then reading <laughs> some of those biographies, bro. Yeah. You know, essentially biographies: the war before, uh, revolutionary suicide, um, uh, Asada. I mean, you know, those are some of the most. I mean, shoot, like Malcolm's bro, to to Huey's. You feel me? Like those were always those were the things that. Like, if I look back at it, like, what got me into organizing was those, like, personal narratives, you know what I'm saying? Like, reading Huey say, oh, yeah, these students at Merritt is bougie. We took our program to the community. Like, I read that. I was like, okay, people's breakfast so cool. <laughs> you yeah. feel me? Like, reading those things, that's that's how we got to uh, – that's what inspired me in a lot of ways. And then, of course, you got to add that with – uh, a deep understanding of, of the materials world. Yeah, the methodologies, right? the politics, or else you're just going to be a nigga out here with good intentions doing completely Bruh, the that's wrong why things. It gotta be, you feel me? The wrong things. Because <laughs> it ain't enough to just want to, you know, to, to, it ain't enough to, you can love your people as much as you want, but what they say, what love got to do with it? Like, love ain't enough. You feel me? Like, you need to be scientific. You need Bruh, to understand you can't the just, systems you're up against. Come on, you can't love just blame this, people, bro. You can't blame you not showing up to a program on retrograde. Like, I'm sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> Love, love and energy ain't enough You gotta understand Science and systems Love and energy ain't enough But you know You gotta find that balance And so To anyone that Feels a little Lost sometimes With your PE Know that we out here Going through the same thing Same thing Sometimes I don't know What book I should be reading But I'm about to read something That's how I look at it Sometimes I'm, I'm just something. gonna Put a documentary on And search for an actual Good documentary And really learn about something You feel me It's, it's all part of that process But Black Radical Month. Feel me? Study, organize, study, organize. Take care of yourself, take care of your spirit. Hello, Black. <laughs>